one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, this is Evian Whitney, and you're listening to the Sexually Liberated Woman podcast. So I'm here with my husband, Jonathan Mead, tonight. Um, we are sitting in our living room. He's drinking a glass of wine. I'm drinking water. <laughs> and I wanted to bring him on so that we could talk a little bit about masculine and feminine polarity. It's something that comes up a lot in my work. Um, I feel like a lot of people don't really know what it means when we say the masculine and the feminine. So I wanted to take a moment to sit down with Jonathan and shoot the shit a little bit about what it means to be in the masculine, what it means to be in the feminine, and how it relates to sex. So, hi. Hello. How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Yeah? How's yeah. the wine? It's good. How's the water? It's great. Yeah? It's, it's so crisp. It's like the perfect, the perfect taste. So... <laughs> Before we get started, I kind of want to go over where you began this journey of learning about masculine and feminine polarity and like how that started for you. So I'm, I'm definitely not like an expert in masculine and feminine polarity or masculine and feminine dynamics or relationships or anything like that. Um, it just started out as a curiosity for me. I was uh, doing some work with a men's coach and I wanted, yeah, I wanted to feel more comfortable in my masculinity. I wanted to feel just more confident in who I am as a man. And that kind of led me to doing a David Data retreat. For people who don't know, who is David Data? What does he do? David Data is a teacher around um, sexual polarity polarity and intimacy mm -hmm. so yeah how how does the masculine and feminine kind of dance together in sexual intimacy and also in the relationship and and in life in general in a more broader way as well um masculine and feminine is just like that 
yin and yang, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, I I was uh, yeah I was curious and I wanted to learn more. So that retreat kind of led me further down the path, and um, yeah, it's it's since been pretty valuable because it's helped me um, in my relationship with you, obviously, and then as I'm stepping into doing work with men as well. Uh, it's given me a better understanding for like what is what is masculinity and how do we embody it and how do we also embody femininity and how do we how do we consciously move between those poles and use those energies you know when we want to when we want to access them because of course we also all have masculine and feminine within us Yeah. Well, I guess that would be a really great place to start um, with my first question, kind of getting into the basics of masculine, feminine polarity. Um, What is masculine and feminine polarity? Like, what is the masculine? What is the feminine? How do those things look like embodied? So first of all, I just want to say that um, masculine and feminine doesn't really have anything to do with... uh, sexual orientation and it doesn't have anything necessarily to do with your role in society right like or your gender or your gender yeah Yeah. so masculine and feminine are just energies that we've named those energies right and it's convenient way of communicating about these different energies it just so happens that a lot of women tend to identify with feminine essence a lot of men tend to identify with a masculine essence but uh, that's not always the case. Um, and some people have, you know, everyone has both of those in them as well. So I just want to throw that out there before we get into this whole, like, this is about gender or right. sexuality or something. And I'm glad not. you said that because it can be really easy to think, like, if I'm talking about the masculine, then I'm talking about men. So I'm glad that you gave that as an aside because it's super important to um, to kind of have that differentiation as we continue this conversation. Right. And it unfortunately, that kind of acts sometimes as a barrier for people to even wanting to approach this subject. There's just a lot there yeah. for obvious reasons, right? Yeah. Well, um, I appreciate you saying that. And I guess I just want everyone to know from here on out when we're talking about the masculine and the feminine we may be using male and female pronouns but they could be interchanged with anyone um, right. with any other pronoun uh, binary and non-binary so traditionally in you know a lot of ancient cultures they talked about the differences between masculine and feminine energies and the way i'm describing it the masculine represents um consciousness hmm. emptiness Uh, that which cannot be changed. The feminine represents uh, life. So form, light, anything that moves, basically. Hmm. And that's a little bit more of an esoteric kind of description, but it'll help kind of form the basis for understanding, like, what are these energies and why are they the way they are? So Mm -hmm. as a general... Uh, principle the masculine is always seeking completion because the masculine is consciousness itself is total emptiness as its home it's always seeking the completion of form into emptiness Hmm. right you know what that's bringing up for me for a moment like i'm because i'm just trying to like visualize this because we can 
get into like esoteric terms and it can get really woo woo like I feel like the masculine maybe you can tell me if this is wrong but like the masculine is like outer space and the feminine is like earth would you say that that's true yeah well like the masculine is like nothingness so if you're thinking about like a black outer, hole yeah if you're thinking about outer space is like the empty space in between things uh-huh. that would be yeah that would be totally accurate or like a black hole mm-hmm. um yeah and the feminine is like anything else basically got it so so yeah because the masculine is emptiness it's always seeking completion and that's why the masculine always wants to have a goal because it it wants to complete things like it wants to try to finish and accomplish things to reach emptiness in life but the reality is the masculine always is emptiness at its core so that's kind of the basic summary of masculine energy and then the feminine from the way i'm talking about it is life itself so the feminine is light it's energy it's matter it's form it's all of the forms of life and the feminine is always seeking fullness it's always seeking more life more energy more vibrancy as a way to understand that in a more practical level yeah because i was actually going to ask like because to like bring it back down to earth a little bit like i would love to know personally for us like in our relationship the way that you show your masculine traits and right. the way that I show my feminine traits like what yeah. that looks like in practice so a good way to kind of bring this down to earth and in a, you know to see this in a concrete way is me as a man having a masculine essence like that's my predominant essence right of course I have a feminine side as well but as a masculine essence my kind of mental loop is always am I succeeding or am I failing Hmm. my masculinity my masculine essence filters everything through like am I succeeding at my goal or am I achieving what I want to achieve Mm -hmm. the feminine is always thinking am I loved or am I not loved Hmm. or is love flowing here or is love not flowing here Hmm. so the masculine is kind of concerned with freedom the feminine is concerned with love and that re- that comes back down to earth in relationship because i'm thinking like am i doing the right thing with my partner you know am i doing the right thing in my relationship am i doing the right thing in my actions and the feminine is thinking like is love flowing here like and maybe you could speak a little bit more to that but the feminine is thinking like, am I loved? Am I not loved? Is love flowing here? What can create more love? Hmm. You know, what's getting in the way of love? Um, Interesting. So how does, because I've, I've heard the masculine described as being directive, yeah. uh, aggressive, eager, mm-hmm. aspirational, and the feminine as more flowy, right. um, Right. Cyclical. Yeah. Surrendering. Yeah. So I guess my understanding of the feminine, I don't really have that understanding of, of is there love here? I'm not like, 
on a conscious level, I'm not thinking about that on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, but I, it's only the masculine. As the masculine is what wants to understand and break things down to succeed. So, like, even me saying, is love flowing here or not? I'm approaching that from a masculine perspective because ah. I'm trying to break reality down into <laughs> compartments so yeah. I can better understand it and talk about it. So that's a very masculine way of relating to yeah, life. Yeah, because when, t- when you were speaking about the feminine, I'm like, oh, I don't know if that resonates with right. me. I mean, maybe it'll resonate with other women. Because for the feminine, just like, it just is. Right. Like, like it's like, it's, it's life. Right, exactly, exactly. So, <laughs> so I guess like my understanding of the feminine or the way that I express my feminine is by flowing with my natural rhythms, mm-hmm. holding space, and for you, what I see as a masculine person, I say that you, your, the way that you express yourself as a masculine person is. It's purpose. It's purpose. Yeah. It's moving forward. It's like, okay, so we're at point right. A. How can I get to point B? Yeah. Um, I'm always thinking about progress. Right. Like I want to make more progress. And so when I, when I think about that, one thing that came up for me or is coming up for me right now is like, man, that's like polar opposites, right? Right. Like you've got this directive person that's like, I just want to get to the good stuff. I want to get to the point. We're going forward. We're moving forward. And you've got the feminine Mm. person that's like, no man, like let's just chill here. Let's just be here. Let's, let's see what happens. So how do you, how do you bridge that gap? Because one thing I know is that like our relationship, we have a really good balance. I feel where we can like, Where, where you're in your masculine, I can be in my feminine and, and vice versa. So like, what does it look like to have those things be unified? We're seeking, like through that polarity, we're seeking that oneness. We're seeking that completion, that, that you know, going back to wholeness. And um, yeah, that's, that's the root of uh, sexual desire. How does masculine and feminine polarity show up in sex so for me it's this feeling of um i want to take you like i want to take you and i want to claim you that just made my pussy tingle a little bit yeah and even as like even as i just say like i want to take you i can see evian's face light up right now Um, okay Continue. So that's that's my perspective. <laughs> okay. What okay, so what does it mean when you say I want to take you? What is I mean, I know what that means, but like it for means the people I, at it home. means I want to I want to penetrate you. I want to pin you down. I want to like I want to submit you with my love. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, and so as the feminine, what does her role look like? The feminine is is that radiance and that surrender of take me, you know. I want I want you to want me, mm. and inviting me in with that sort of that playfulness, that like radiance, that life energy, that like love, that flowing. It's yeah. It's letting. It's hard to describe, but it's it's kind of just like letting your radiance shine, like letting your love flow. There's a sense of receptivity, I feel like, that comes with that. Like right. 
being open and aware and um, accepting of being penetrated. And I know that when you say penetration, you're not just talking about like penis and vagina. What are you talking about with that? Yeah. So, I mean, you can penetrate someone with your gaze, you know, Mm. you can penetrate someone with your energy. You can penetrate someone with your consciousness. So there's that kind of penetration. And then there's the um, physical penetration, obviously, right? Which is just a manifestation of that. And then, and you can have physical penetration without very much of the, you know, consciousness penetration. Right, like emotional penetration. Right? Yeah, then you can have the opposite too. You could have, like, I'm penetrating you with my consciousness, but we're not fucking at all. Mm. It's really interesting how, like, words can encapsulate so much you know like I just had a moment of like like I can hear you say penetrate but that's not the whole story yeah it's it's something more it's it's more than that like I can not only penetrate you with my penis but I can also penetrate you with my love Mm. right I want to melt you open with my love I want to love you so fiercely that it breaks down any boundaries that you have anything that's that's that feels like this part of me can't be loved i'm like a warrior like cutting through those and like i refuse to accept that like love will be here damn and and that's like <laughs> and that's the masculine <laughs> gift right that's right. that's the masculine like that's using your aggression that masculine like yang force in a in a way that's a gift right Mm. a gift to your partner and the gift of the feminine would look like i mean not necessarily being passive because when when i think about surrendering or being receptive it can can feel like it's about right it can be it can it can seem like it's about sort of lying there and taking it but there's 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 action and surrendering there's action in um, being receptive active surrender so so i suppose my gift to the feminine or rather the masculine in this exchange would be think about like the way a a belly dancer is completely allowing the fullness of her like sexuality to be on display Mm -hmm. like she's allowing herself to flow in this very sexual erotic way that is a gift to anyone that witnesses her. Mm. So she, it's like an opening. She's opening and allowing herself to be displayed and to have that energy be transmitted. Mm-hmm. That's a very active form of surrender because she could withhold that energy, right? She could guard it, but it's letting her guards down to fully give all of that energy I'm so glad that you said that because one of the questions that's coming up for me a lot and has come up a lot in the sessions that I have with my clients is like they're so used to being in the state of masculinity because Mm -hmm. of having to keep themselves protected because of living in a patriarchal sexist world that makes women feel like they They are not safe um they can't bring the full essence of their femininity into their relationships right. with their counterpart, right. um, their even masculine if, even counterpart. Even if they want to, because they right. practice so much guarding. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I obviously have a lot 
to say about this when I speak to my clients like I have techniques and and all sorts of different things um, that can help women open to their partners and feel a sense of safety but I guess what I want to know from the masculine what does the feminine need to do to open the feminine has to trust she has to trust that her love will be cherished her love will be valued and not dismissed or or be unappreciated or Mm -hmm. abused you know Mm -hmm. there can't be an opening without trust and and the masculine's deepest desire is to be trusted Mm. right like i want to take you and i want you to fully trust me and that's where the masculine's responsibility comes in right like the masculine has to be strong in his direction has to be strong in his knowing of his power mm-hmm. otherwise it will be very hard for her to open so what if a woman or a feminine person wants to open but they need support and help and prompting from their masculine partner what could the feminine ask of the masculine to help her to feel like she can open and she can trust i'm thinking of like Mm -hmm. ways that a woman can ask for what she wants out of the masculine in order for her to come into a place of like okay i can surrender i can open to you yeah this is like one of those challenging areas because in our culture men's egos are so fragile yeah right exactly so like a lot of times women want to give feedback to their partners but because men are so unsure of their masculinity because in our culture we're like as men we don't feel like it's okay a lot of times to be masculine or we feel like it's only okay to be a certain kind of masculine that doesn't feel or whatever which of course is total bullshit um but it it creates some challenges so men need to do the work with other men in order to be comfortable in their own masculinity that needs to happen as far as what a woman can do yeah i think women need to ask for what they want they need to express their desires and i think one of the core most basic is that i want to feel your presence and i want to feel your unwavering presence on me that's the feminine speaking that's the feminine speaking Mm -hmm. like i want your attention more like And when you're there, like, I want you to really be there. And if you are there for me in that way, I can trust you more. I can know that if I open that you will receive that. You won't be distracted. I think that it's good to have those conversations outside of sex. Yeah. Sex is probably not the best time to have those conversations because it can already be a pretty vulnerable place. Yeah. So I think that is important um but yeah men have to want to do the work too so for a feminine person who wants their masculine person to begin to do that work like what would you say to her because that's actually one question that comes up a lot in my work with women is like as i'm helping them open and surrender into their femininity like coming out of a place of masculinity Uh, the first question that comes up for them is like, okay, like 
now my man needs to step up and right. and be in his masculine. But I don't know how to say that to him. Right. I don't know how to yeah. approach this subject. Yeah, um, to say to your man, like, I want you to be a better man. That's... Right, right. That's a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's... And essentially, that's what she's saying, right? right? And it's the truth of what she's saying. But, right. I mean, that that's a pretty hard thing to say to anyone. Right. So... What I would suggest maybe is like asking questions and having a dialogue with your partner. So maybe asking like, what is it that you really want? Just like in general, like what do you want in your life? What, What are you passionate about? Because what makes men show up as better men is when they're on purpose. Because men, that's their core desire is to be on purpose, to live their purpose. I recently did a survey and like asked men what their biggest fears is and number one by far above not making enough money above not being there for the there for their family above everything else was the fear of dying not completing their purpose Mm. so asking questions that help them get clearer on that I think is is critical um and and very valuable that's that's something very valuable you can offer your partner Maybe having dialogues and conversations about, like, what does masculinity mean to you? Mm, Yeah. Do you feel like it's okay to be masculine? A lot of men don't feel like it's okay to be masculine. Yeah. Or they don't even know what that means. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lack of very good models in our culture of what that means. So I think that's a good place to start. And to be patient, because it requires work what about because i know you mentioned david data he's an incredible resource for topics like this and understanding masculine and feminine polarities especially when it comes to sex and sexuality Mm -hmm. one thing that i sometimes tell my clients is like maybe recommending to their masculine person who has shown interest already that maybe they want to get more into masculinity that they recommend this book to read about masculine and feminine polarity i know that david data's book uh the way of the superior man is a really excellent book um about stuff like that but do you feel like to to suggest something like that would be depolarizing because i mean a man he wants to get or the masculine wants to get to where he wants to go right he doesn't want people telling him where he wants to go well he wants feedback and he wants support a lot of times though to hear that from another to hear that from his woman to hear that from his partner like i want you to read this book about masculinity it's like saying you're not man enough for me Mm. who you are as a man like is not enough for me and yeah it's (laughs) it's hard so i would suggest maybe saying you know starting with those conversations um and you know maybe Maybe instead of like saying, hey, babe, I want you to read this book, maybe you could start with saying something like, you know, hey, I've, I've been really curious about like w- what femininity is. And, you know, I've been I've been having a lot of like really great conversations about this and I've been becoming more comfortable in my femininity. And uh, I was wondering, like, is this something you would want to explore together? Hmm. Like how how I can step into my femininity more and how you can step into your masculinity more. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a much, I don't know, I want to say safer 
kind of way to it would be gentler it. it would be a gentler approach yeah um, yeah and it's unfortunate that we have to be so gentle about it, right? <laughs> yeah. like, it would be so much easier if we could just be like, dude, this is something yeah, that you need bro, to read. Step the fuck up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But I mean, it, I think it's really important to to say that like men are just as tender and they need just as much gentleness yeah. as women do. I yeah. mean, they're not these, I mean, they can be these sturdy rock like people, but they have feelings and emotions right. too. Men are much more sensitive than people give them credit for. Absolutely. I did ask some people to submit their questions about masculine and feminine polarity. One I feel like we kind of already discussed, which is how can I use the benefits of masculine-feminine polarity in a queer relationship? How can I celebrate my masculine energy as a woman? And how can a masculine person celebrate their feminine energy? It's as simple as like, you know, playing playing those roles and like and being playful. So it starts with like who is who is going to embody which energy? And it could start with either person, right? Say we're talking about two people that are fluid. They can go from one pole to the other. One person embodying their femininity could start like dancing or could start like like showing their radiance in a coy sort of like playful like come get me sort of way. And that would invite the opposite from the other person. It would invite a like, oh, I want that. Like, mm. I want you. Mm-hmm. Like, I want, I want to take you. I want to, I want to get some of that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that would be embodying the feminine side In, from the masculine side. It would be initiating like that sort of like, I am here with you. I'm giving you my full attention. I'm mm-hmm. giving you my full presence. I am, I am like surrounding you with the depth of my consciousness so yeah it it just and then you can switch you know it starts with one person doing something that kind of triggers that switch Mm -hmm. so one person has to relinquish the masculine or the other person has to you know take charge and that could result in a little tussle right if both people are embodying the masculine at the same time that's another possibility um till you figure out like which person is going to back down Mm -hmm. that can be interesting too and you know sexual expression and sexual connection like what is the end result of that anyway it's like the dissolving of all boundaries into like this space where only love remains that's the union that's like the that's the result of, of fucking is to come together and to be whole, to be one. And in that place, where's the masculine and where's the feminine? Like, where does one stop and the other begin? Mm-hmm. It be, just becomes love. It just becomes isness, you know? Yeah, yeah. This other question that I have um, is from a woman. She says, The man I am currently seeing is being wonderfully patient with me and knows I'm hesitant about us diving into sex too quickly. In an effort to help me feel more comfortable, he's been encouraging me to take the lead. The thing is, though, that tends to send me right up into my head, out of my body. I think I would be so much more at ease and turned on by him taking initiative as we explore each other's bodies. I worry about being confusing or frustrating to him. 
So it sounds like he is hesitant to mm-hmm. come on to her, to be physical with her, to express right. his masculinity because right. she's said like, oh, I'm feeling a little nervous. Yeah. But it sounds like underneath that, right. she does want some initiative. Right, she right, does right, want right. this guy to come forward. So like, what would you say as a masculine person? Like, what would you want to hear from a woman that's like, yeah, like, I want you to take me, but I also want you to respect that it's not going to be so quick and easy. Like, I need some time. I need some time to trust. I think expressing what you want in a really inviting way would be a big turn on and would invite a lot of playfulness. So maybe you want to, right now, your your kind of edge is just like kissing or something. Maybe you'd say something like, oh, I would love to see like what our tongues can do together or uh, it would feel so good to feel your lips pressed against mine and to feel the weight of your body and this is a feminine speaking yeah 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 just like expressing that desire vocalizing that desire in a very inviting way not like in a very like I want you to do this sort of way because that's what gets you back up into your head and that's what puts you back into that masculine right like you saying like I want you to do this is more commanding right like it's like instructional so having it be more inviting is is coming from a more feminine space and to just be very uh playful and and ensure him like yeah I want you to want me it's it's like part of this is things you can say but and so much of this is like body language absolutely the way that you convey energy yeah totally so it might be the way you're laying back like you're just like yeah you're inviting him in i don't know i hope that helps no that's i think that that's great um and i think that that's something that a lot of women or feminine people have problems with like that they struggle with like because as i mentioned earlier we live in a world that makes women feel like they can't be safe there's a sense of women wanting to be free and wanting to be open especially with their partners sexually but we've been conditioned to be like masculinity is the enemy obviously there's a lot of things that can come into play here like what you said about um kind of speaking up and like speaking your desires and and also being really clear on your boundaries I think that that's really important like I and I feel like you touched on that a little bit too about you know just starting with kissing and like allowing yourself to be like okay this is as far as we're going this is my boundary but I'm going to completely lose myself to this experience Mm -hmm. of kissing um one thing that I feel like is being discussed here in this conversation of masculine and feminine polarity is that like it's really really difficult it's not impossible but it's really difficult to do this if you don't trust your partner I as a feminine I I don't know if I could have sex with you a masculine person if I didn't fully trust you like on a and like and when I say sex like I mean this idea of you taking me I mean, that puts you in a very vulnerable position. Absolutely. Absolutely. So would you say, like, this whole masculine-feminine polarity thing is not for beginners? And, like, when I say beginners, I just mean, like, people who might be in new relationships or people who don't really have a sense of intimacy with the person that they're seeing just yet. No, I think it just, it's, it's like, what kind of depth? are you going to go with it, right? 
because the intimacy and the trust determines the depth so yeah if you're in a new relationship with someone and you've just started dating them it's going to be hard to trust them it's going to be harder to feel comfortable going deep with them um, from an emotional intimacy standpoint so I think that's something that progresses over time but that you know that polarity will be present that masculine and feminine dynamic definitely will be present still and becoming more conscious of that I think is is helpful in whatever situation you're in yeah yeah I feel like we could talk about this for another hour um and I maybe we will and maybe we will. I mean, maybe we can do another one. One, and I was just about to say, like, there's no way in hell we're going to be able to talk about. Yeah, we could talk about feminine. this. We could talk about this for ten hours. Yeah, like, and cover like so many different. We things. haven't even scratched the surface of of yeah. what this looks like in action. Um, but I think that where we started is really great. Yeah, personally, I I love the poetic description of the masculine and feminine, and the more esoteric sort of metaphysical you know realms and talking about that but it is a very practical real thing you know it's it's fucking it's you know that desire between two people it's it's primal you know yeah it's uh it is very real cool well thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to talk to us about masculine and feminine polarity yeah it's been fun and it's always really cool to like get feedback and like hear the story of someone else, especially the masculine. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to think about like even talking about this is coming. Yeah. It comes from a kind of masculine way of viewing the world. Right. It's Sci- crazy. Science in general, like breaking things into categories and like compartments and all that stuff is, a, <laughs> is pretty masculine. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally. Well, um, where can the people find you if they want to learn more about what you're doing in the world? They can find me at uncagedman.com. Nice. Um, yeah, uncaged man. And what about at like, Jonathan Mead yeah. on Twitter and on the gram, Instagram. Nice. Yeah. Cool. And yeah, thanks again for for chatting with us tonight, babe. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks so much for listening to the Sexually Liberated Woman podcast. I really hope that you enjoyed this discussion. Uh, If you have any comments on this episode or suggestions for future episodes, send me an email at evian at sexloveliberation.com. That's E-V-Y-A-N at sexloveliberation.com. And for more episodes or to find out when the next episode drops, head to sexloveliberation.com slash podcast. This is only the beginning and I've got some great things in store for you. So stay tuned. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.